Hi, and welcome to another edition of James Short Coach Leading and Growing Your Real Estate Business. Well, we have an exciting guest uh, that is joining us today. I'm so honored and privileged to have him online. Um, I've known Alan Stevens for a number of years now, and he's not only changed my life, he's actually changed my family's life my business's life and a number of, of my clients' business and their lives as well. Alan is the master communicator. He is the connector. He is the, the legend of legends. When we talk about uh, ways to in increase your communication skills and, and leadership skills, this man is the guru. And why do I say that? Because he has a, a technique or in a system that enables you to read faces, read micro expressions and so forth to really understand what's going on behind the person. What's their true uh, communication that they're trying to get across and what's the best way to communicate to the person that you're having conversations with. By the simple of just looking at a photo, going through his process, opens up the opportunities and opens up the, 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 the ways on how to communicate to the nth degree. So much where we've just had a conversation with him uh, earlier this morning, where one of his clients has just increased the sale of a uh, deal that they were going through by hundreds, not tens of thousands, but hundreds of thousands, just by utilizing Alan's principles. So let's bring him on and let's share some stories with the man, the guru himself, Mr. Alan Stevens. Alan, great to have you online and thank you for your time. Thank you very much, mate. That was a fantastic interview uh, uh, introduction. I just can't wait to hear this guy talk. <laughs> <laughs> love it, love it. Well, let's jump straight into it, Alan. And, and I know we've had chats in the past. I know we've had a couple of interviews in the past, but I love your story. Share with the listeners your story and, and how you've, you've come to where you are today. Well, as you said, it's, I'm helping people to build relationships, which I wasn't really very good at. And over my past, I was working with, um, I was put in charge of a group of people who were all older than me. My second in charge was 38 and I was 23. So had to get them on side. I joined the uh, surf club in my 30s and thought, great, same age as everybody else. They talked me into being the uh, patrol captain and then zone supervisor looking after three beaches in Newcastle. And I thought, great. But they then reminded me they'd been there since they were kids and I was only there you know, as far as I'm concerned for five minutes but I had to tell them what to do. So I had to get them on side. And then uh, in my later 30s, I uh, raised three boys on my own when their mother left. I had a four-year-old, a four an 11-year-old and 12-year-old sons. So now you can say I was right outside my depth and really got an appreciation for the work that mothers do with their children in raising them. So that led me then to wanting to read and understand people more effectively. And so uh, you know, one course after another, Somebody mentioned to me one day, you ever looked at reading faces? And I went, that's cool. Got to find out more about that. And that's what led me to where I am today. Wow. What a, I mean, the thing that obviously the, the, the surf club and, and, and that journey, but I think having the kids, <laughs> but that is a trooper and that is gold star right there and then because the, I know with, with my three and I've got help, um, but you know, I, going through the journey that you've gone through, well done and congratulations for uh, still, uh, still surviving coming through the other end. So well done. Thank you. I actually, um, I think it's quite amazing that I actually survived it because as I said, totally out of my depth and full appreciation for uh, anyone, especially women who look after their children when they're on their own. 
Yeah, totally, totally. So, so tell me a little bit about the, the, the business and who are the type of people that you're working with and how are you, you're helping people at the moment? Well, as I said, it's relationships. So it's right across the board. It doesn't matter if it's you're uh, trying to find a new partner or you've actually got a partner and you want to improve the relationship you've got there. Or if you've got children, as you know yourself, raising children and finding where their strengths are and their gifts. And if you're able to find that, then it changes their relationship with you. It changes their lives. And then we go on to, as we grow up, then it's actually going into work and having better relationships there. So I work with team building, with uh, increasing sales. And my clients have been everything from the local business, teaching school teachers how to do this, through to companies like uh, Gillette, Disney, and uh, the Federal Police. Yeah, I mean, knowing your history and knowing the scope of work and, and who you've worked with, it really touches everyone. I mean, you know, we've had some great discussions around my kids and how you've helped them or how you've helped me to better understand them, more importantly. Um, and I think that is, is one level. And I think then understanding oneself on, on what is important mm to us and reading our own profile. And then I think what really drives it home then is the, the relevance within your business. Hmm. I, and, and, you know, the work that I do with, with business owners and then the work that you do, I think communication and relationship is at every essence of every part of our beingness, right? And, and when we come to the business world, I think where a lot of business owners lack is the ability to connect, the ability to build the relationships. And this is where I love what you do is that because you teach people that you teach people how to lead firstly yourself, because you have a deeper understanding of yourself. That's and then it. secondly, how do you lead your teams, inspire your teams mm. so they can achieve greatness. So love it, love it, love it. What are you, what are you noticing? So people, what are you noticing some of the biggest challenges? Let's, let's take the business world for a moment. Some of the biggest challenges that business owners face um, before they come and work with you. So like they come to you, they've got a problem. What are some of those problems that, that you help them with? Well, they're not getting enough conversions or they're not connecting with their staff. They're not connecting with their uh, customers. Because as you mentioned, everything's based on relationships and everything is based on people where they like us or, and trust us. If they don't do that, they're not going to buy our product or service. So we've got to connect on that level. And the biggest uh, problem we have in uh, business today is nobody's really taught these skills. We're taught systems. We're taught about uh, CRMs and other systems and how to put all those in place. But we keep losing that one connection with the people. Now, 2012, 67% of people were disengaged in their work. Now it's 87%. Wow. So you take that figure and it goes anything from 29% loss of productivity down to 70% if that person's being bullied, 40% if people are just watching other people getting bullied. So how much is that losing those companies? So the company uh, then starts to worry and they realise that, well, we've got to improve the management. So they start micromanaging. And now their people are focused on just doing enough and being recognised to do enough to get by. So... That's why companies are going backwards. And that's like a full circle, isn't it? And, and it's almost like a spiral going out of control. That's because it. You, you, you take that and then you amplify that and amplify that and boom, that's where, as you said, they're, they're going out of control. What, yeah. I like, what I like about that too, not the awareness around that, is, is that whole connection element. And those stats, the stats obviously are 
a, a great measurable tool. And just to, to see mm. that disengagement within organization, that's a costly exercise, isn't it? Because exactly. that's just phenomenal. And by, and then utilizing those connection techniques mm. and have that understanding, that's when the, the, the results really come into fruition, which is, which is fantastic. Mm. Now with part of our interviews, I love sort of digging deep in uh, and, and asking the curly questions to the people I'm interviewing because I, I feel that that's a connection element. Um, and we've all gone through setbacks and challenges in our own lives. Mm. Uh, I've still got the scars that I'm bearing from, from my own challenges and setbacks. What about you personally? What has been, so you've had a, an, a colorful and interesting journey over the, over the, mm. the, the years. What's been some of the, I guess, the setback and challenges that have sort of helped you keep moving forward? Okay, well, the first thing was that because what I was doing wasn't really recognised, nobody understood it. That was my biggest challenge, was actually getting out there and I was doing a lot of talking and getting few people that would actually start to understand it. But when I went, instead of just following a single niche into a particular industry or whatever, I realised my niche was um, in relationships. I'd work with a business person who would have issues at home with their children or not connecting with uh, his or her spouse. So that would all become part of it. And all of a sudden, people started to understand it. But the other thing that I found extremely important was to build collaborations with other people. I don't see anybody as competition. I've got a number of face profilers around the world that I now work with, and they are a collaboration. We share ideas. We promote each other. And it's all about raising the awareness. So there's other companies out there that I deal with on a regular basis to actually, they might have the same client. So how do we service and look after that client in a much bigger way? Mm. So that was how I overcame that. And, and I, what I'm hearing, that really comes down to your mindset. Mm. Uh, having that, you know, and so many business owners, are like, oh, that's my pie, you know, don't get, get away, get away. Don't. Yeah. But where you've come from is like, okay, cool. Mm. There's enough to go around and there's enough mm. to share. Let's collaborate and, and let's all or win in the, in the process. That's it. See, I've always used the format as well. People think I'm crazy in that I've always tried to make myself redundant in everything I do. When I was in working with uh, employers like telecom and other organisations, I always tried to get everybody promoted as much as I could to my level because that way people said, oh, but they'll come up and pass you and take your job. No, if I brought them up and I've really done a good job with it, I get promoted. It allows me to go on to new things which is why in the collaboration, my target is to create competition and train them so that I can then expand what I'm doing and get it out to more people. Yeah, fantastic. So then on that, on your expansion, what's been uh, some of the wins that you're proud of that you'd love to share with the listeners? What, what, what are you proud of? Well, having uh, clients come back to me and say that they'd had, you know, almost uh, was it, $1.9 million deals that were falling off the table I was able to help them profile the other person, the people they were dealing with, and not only get it back on the table, but actually get more money in the deal. Wow. Because they were able to value add, understand that person's personality, talk to them in a better way, and add to the deal with limited cost that actually brought them in more money. And just last week, I've now got uh, a school in Australia who's going to do a trial to actually build a pilot program that will go into all schools. So we can start to help these kids that are falling through the cracks and taking their lives. Huge, huge. Yeah, definitely proud moments. Definitely proud moments. And, you know, I'll share a proud moment of mine because of you. And, you know, I've, I've done a couple of videos for you and, and, and 
a big advocate of, of what you do and what you teach. And, and for the listeners out there who may not know, i got my, my two younger kids profiled a number of year, years ago, uh, Lily and Tiger. And, and it was an interesting finding where he's, Alan said with uh, Lily, good luck with her. She's an adventurous. She's uh, an entrepreneur at heart. Uh, you won't hold her down, but entertain her ideas and let her fly. I went, oh, thanks for that. Great. And then for Tiger, he's uh, obviously quite emotional and obviously loves the music um, and really tap into that uh, dancing, singing, and the creative side. So I said, okay, cool. Noted. Thanks, Alan. All, all the best. And then I really took note of that. And how do I embrace that? I was saying to myself, how do I really take that on board? Well, I'll tell you what, certainly have done that. And so, for example, to fast forward of where we are today is some of the achievements that Lily has made is, is been phenomenal because of her own fruition. Now, I'll share a little story. I haven't shared this with you yet, Alan. So this is hot off the press. So a new school year has, has started and Lily is in year five and Tiger is in year three. And they've got student representative council uh, voting going on at the moment. Well, this was last week. <clears throat> and anyway, uh, they had they had the... the class had to choose two kids from each year to be their student representative. And so basically what happened was that uh, Lily was pumped. She was ready to go. And she, she actually in her own accord put together her own speech. So what she did, she wrote out on palm, palm notes, her speech on why she should be student representative. Uh, the leader that inspires her is LeBron James, the basketballer, and the attributes of why LeBron James is such a good leader and how she feels that she shares the same attributes and how she's going to make a difference to the class. Well, the teacher came back and said, well, we've got the, the, the votes are in and the person with the most, most votes is, is this person and then there's three people on tied for, for the next person. And sure enough, Lily got the most votes. <laughs> <laughs> so once again, it was that uh, the ability to encourage her and, and work with her to do that. But then on the flip side, Tiger wanted to go through the, to the, the same process. And he went through the same process and he didn't actually win. And so to, to manage his then emotions afterwards of being let down and being devastated of actually not getting SRC, what we did was was actually quite amazing is that where we where we utilize music, we utilize drama, we utilize activities to hit, get him to have the awareness and to build that resilience up so he can take those lessons to other areas of life. So that's all because of you. So thank you. Thank you. So, there, so that's a proud moment. So thank you very much. So let's continue on. Let's continue on. Yeah. Well, I'll just add before you do as, as you go there, I read the children. The children are the ones who have got the gifts. All I do is see it. Then it takes parents like you who actually put it in place. Nothing happens unless all three of us are there in that role. Totally. And that, and then segueing that into business, you know, that's where as business owners, we sometimes mm. act as the parent <laughs> and we've got, a, you know, yeah, we've got, we're trying to herd the cats, right. Um, of all the team. And so therefore it's by you connecting a new understanding of your team, that's going to make you that leading, that leader and that inspiring person where people want to come and work for you because you understand them, you get them, you can motivate, you can inspire them, you can empower them so they mm. can achieve greatness, which will help obviously the business. So, Alan, what's, um, what have been some of your lessons that, 
that you use personally on a daily basis that you can share with the audience to help them grow their business? What are some of the, the rituals that you do and the lessons that you, you utilize? Well, as you know, and some of the things that you've taught as well was getting structured because I wasn't really good at that. <laughs> it was like fly by the seat of my pants, which is what I've always done. You know, I'm a little bit, one, oh, there comes another shiny. Oh, that sounds good. That'd be great to include that as well. But it's also been making sure that I put particular time aside for those things, but also structuring my own time as well. So it's bringing all that aspect, getting a balance, or not so much a balance, but having everything in a way that it all meshes together and flows nicely. Yeah. So it's like being in the stream. Then I, um, uh, well, I think the thing that stuck with me all this time has been tenacity, because I've been trying to get into the education system in Australia now for over 20 years, and I keep getting knockbacks. But the thing that drives me is that vision at the end of it, knowing that, you know, we lose so many kids a year, it's gone up to now 450 kids a year who actually commit suicide who take their lives. It's 10 times that or 20 times that that attempt it. You know, when we have seven-year-olds self-harming and 11 to 15 uh, or 14-year-old girls, 5% of them attempt suicide, we've got major problems. So my focus has been to get in there and all the time I get a knockback when the education department says, oh, we don't look at the uh, new programs, we, don't, we do the same as we've always done, expecting a different result. It really started getting me down, but I just keep focusing on that goal and knowing that the more people, especially parents like yourself, who really put things into place and get results with their children, it's now given me a reputation of being one of the leading authorities on reading faces globally. Wow. So that's how we're starting to make change. So being knowing your vision, sticking to it, and knowing why you're really doing it and stay with it and just yeah. keep going. Fantastic. Now, Alan, you're a, you're a mentor to many. Um, but who inspires you? Who are some of your mentors that you've used uh, in the past? And what are some of the learnings that you've, you've really utilized that you continue to utilize today? You know, I know a lot of people will go straight to a lot of famous people. You know, when I was in the surf club and I was examining um, all the kids for their bronze medallions, those you know, nine and 10 year olds, they were teaching me, they were showing me different ways of looking at things. I would say virtually everybody I meet teaches me something. You know, people say, are you a teacher? And I go, no, I, I actually learn people. You know, if I'm not learning from them at the same time I'm teaching them, I can't give them extra value. And if I'm not always learning, I can never grow to that point that I can give more value again. Mm. Because if you don't, you hit your level of incompetence and people pass you. Yeah. So I always want to be at that forefront, you know, learning new things and sharing it. So. I'll learn from everybody, the parents I work with and their dedication to their children and everything else. That's inspiring. So it's virtually uh, no particular person in, uh, on their own. Don't put anybody on a pedestal. Look at the people around you, your neighbours, your friends, and learn from them as well. So true. I, and I, I'm a big believer that people come into your life for a reason and to learn something and to, to work either together on something or learn from one another on something. So, and as you said, like it can be, you know, from the, the kids down the road or in a community, whatever it is that there's, and that's where people, uh, I would suggest to take off those blinkers and go, you know what, I don't, I just don't need to learn from the gurus. I can mm. learn from the people in the backyard. That's it. Um, yeah. And anybody who's a coach, if you're going to get a coach, ask them who's their coach. You don't want to use their coach because their coach will be there for a particular reason and you want them for their reason. But anybody who hasn't got a coach has got to that ego point and they're not going to be able to give you the best. If they haven't got a coach, run, find somebody else. 
So that's always been my attitude. So I've got coaches all the time. I've had some really good ones over the last few years that, um, you know, and I'd stick by them. Fantastic. So, so advice, right? What would be, I guess, three key pieces of advice that you can share with the listeners to help them grow their business? Um, what would they be? Okay. Always keep an open mind, but keep your own counsel as well. So always look at and learn from other people. One of the things my favorite saying is uh, the most important thing you'll ever learn is the next thing you learn after you think you know everything. Love it. So it's always that, but I always, I'll question, I'll ask, but then I will step back and take my own counsel on that. May talk to my coaches, but I won't listen to just anybody who comes along who's a self-proclaimed expert on a subject. So that's one of the first things. Always keep that open mind and always keep learning. Excellent. Excellent. Fantastic. So you've got a lot of stuff happening at the moment. You've got, you know, your online courses, you've got your, your coaching and mentoring programs, you've got your tailor-made programs. Where to from here? What's, what's coming up? What's, what's the next 12 to two years, 12 months to two years look like for you? What do you got on? Well, with the online courses, I first put the one out for the dating site for the scene there. They were actually help you find the right partner, et cetera, and know whether the person is really who they say they are. I then put our business self-paced courses and they've been picked up by quite a range of uh, industries now as professional development programs. So there'll be more of those. I really want to get out to more people. So I'm going to be focusing on training uh, the, uh, the teachers. So people who want to train other people. So, uh, and from there then also going into schools where I train actual teachers knowing because at the moment the government wants the teachers to be trained in picking up psychological issues in the kids. Teachers don't have enough time to do that anyway. They're already under stress with the workload. So if a teacher can understand the children and build a stronger relationship with them, it makes their life easier. It makes the child's life easier. And if the child's happier, less bullying and more um, of higher academic levels. So we change the, uh, the, the cycle completely. So my focus is really going to be on education connecting with teachers who want to learn this, anybody in those industries, uh, and also in the um, uh, industry area where helping the people to be happier in what they're doing and be more productive. So working with uh, more captains of industry. Love it, love it. So for those uh, who are in the real estate industry, uh, Alan's got some great online courses that are CPD approved. Yep. Um, he's also got his mentoring and coaching program, which is obviously CPD approved. So for those needing to get their CPD points up, check it out at alanstevens.com.au and uh, you can check out his website. You can search on Google, Twitter, LinkedIn, Pigeon, whatever you want, he <laughs> everywhere. So uh, yeah. can definitely. Is there any specific area that the the tribe that the listeners can can find out a bit more? Should they go to your website? What would you recommend? Well, I always recommend is if you go to my website. Yes, there's all the media stuff there from you know speaking overseas and everything else. But the thing that's most important are the videos that are on the success page there from people like yourself talking about what they've actually achieved in all different areas of their life. So that's when people can go, okay, what can I get out of this? Go and see what other people have got out of it. Then, instead of trying to figure out, well, do I do this, do I do that? Because as you know, there's a whole range of different things that they can do. The best thing then is my website with a forward slash and the word call, C-A-L-L, -L, and that'll go straight to my calendar where they can find a time that they can have a 15-minute you know, uh, chat with me and we'll see how I can help them. And if I can't help them, I'll pass them on to somebody who can. 
Lovely. So there you go. So Alan, really appreciate your time, energy, expertise, wisdom, and uh, everything about you. So once again, thank you for your time and energy today. Really appreciate it. Thank you. I really appreciate you having me here as well. So there we go. Thanks, guys, for another episode of James Short Coach, leading and growing your real estate business. It's uh, always exciting to get these special guests on. Uh, once again, check us out at Coach, Coach James Short and our Facebook page. Love to hear your thoughts, feedback, and your comments. And uh, have a wonderful day and looking, all, looking forward to speaking to you all soon. Bye for now. 